Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, we said we were doing a heckleback, so let's fit a heckleback in. You guys get three episodes this morning. Heidi Heckleback's pool party. Okay, chapter one. Shabby chic. Heidi had a hairy problem. No sooner had she tucked one side of her hair into her swim cap than several strands on the other side fell out. She stuffed them back in, then a few more strands spilled over her eyes. Oh, Merg, she growled and pushed these stray hairs back back into no matter how hard she tried she couldn't make her hair stay inside that floppy old cap it's all stretched out heidi complained mia marshall marshall who was in line next to her turned around my cap's baggy too mia said mia yeah mia heidi put her finger inside of her cap and pulled and let go it did not snap back like a new cap it sagged both girls laughed and then mia's Then Mia faced the pool. It was her turn to swim. She pulled on her goggles. Snap! The strap broke. Oh no, Mia exclaimed. Now I have to get another pair of goggles. She ran to the locker room. Heidi stepped to the edge of the pool and carefully pulled down her own goggles. She dove in. Ah, she thought as she glided through the water. I love to swim. After one lap, Heidi's vision became blurry and her eyes began to sting. My goggles are leaking, she thought, and she stopped to empty them. Then she strapped them on and went back to swimming. Glub, glub, glub. More water leaked as her goggles filled over again and again. Heidi plopped to the surface. Coach, pool tossed her a pink foam noodle use this to finish your lap heidi coach instructed heidi leaned on the noodle and began to flutter kick as she moved faster and faster through the water just before she reached the wall the foam noodle cracked in two not my noodle not my noodle too called heidi the only thing i can't break is mia's one lap record coach Poole shook her head and sighed. It's not you, Heidi, she said. That's the second broken noodle today. Our equipment is falling apart. The whole team had noticed it. The towels in the locker room had become faded and shabby. The swim noodles looked like mice had nibbled them, and the kickboards and fins had chips and cracks. Each coach pool picked up the broken noodle. Well, run-down equipment can't stop little mermaids, she declared. Then she blew her whistle. Everybody, back to work. All the girls cheered except Heidi. Why do we have crummy old equipment, she wondered. Maybe there's something we can do. I see a spell coming. Chapter 2, Sticky Wickets. Our swim team's equipment is falling apart, Heidi said to her family at breakfast the next morning. Henry Heckelbeck, Heidi's little brother, stopped, stopped sticking chocolate chips into his square of waffle and looked up. Maybe your team should just grow gills, he suggested. Then you will never have to come up for air and you'd win every tournament. Heidi rolled her eyes. Well, even if we could grow gills, we'd still need goggles and swim caps. Good points, Henry said as he took a bite of his waffle. Heidi's fork clattered onto the plate and she couldn't believe that Henry agreed with her. Henry never agreed with Heidi. She looked at mom and dad to see their reaction. Her parents shrugged and then looked at Henry, who was munching away at his waffle. What, he asked. What? He asked. Why is everyone staring at me? Do I have chocolate on my face? 
Oh, never mind, Heidi said, looking at the clock. It's time to go. She pushed back her chair and grabbed her backpack. Hurry, we'll miss the bus. Henry slid off of his chair, waffle in hand, and followed his sister out the door. The bus had already arrived, and they had to run and catch it. Henry stuffed the waffle into his mouth as he ran. Then he flung the crumbs into the bushes <clears throat> outside. Enjoy the free food, birds and, and squirrels, he yelled. As they lined up for the bus, Heidi wiped her brow. Woo, that was a lot of... It was hot and muggy today, she complained to her brother, whose cheeks turned hot pink. Henry nodded. At least it'll be cool in the bus, he said, as they clomped inside. Um, only the bus wasn't cool at all. It felt hotter inside than outside. Heidi pushed up her sleeves. Is the AC broken? Yup, the bus driver said as he cranked the door shut. Heidi groaned and sat next to her friend Bruce Bickerson. His eyes, His eyeglasses had fogged up from the heat. Wow, it's so sticky and hot today, Heidi said. Sticky wickets. So she said, sticky wickets. Bruce whipped up the wiped off the fog from his glasses with his fingers. Sure wish I had a perfect chilled... I sure wish I had perfectly chilled my choker, he said. Heidi fanned herself with a notebook and asked, what's a chill choker? Bruce popped his glasses back on. It was a necklace that cools you down when it's hot, he said, but it doesn't work very well yet. It only makes your neck and ears cold. Cool. Well, let me know when you have a breakthrough, Heidi said, and she blew a strand of her hair out of her face as a, the bus rumbled down the street and a welcome breeze blew through the open windows. Everyone sighed. Heidi, Heidi's thoughts drifted back to the Little Mermaid's equipment problem. She opened the door of her notebook and wrote, Ideas to raise money for equipment. Chapter 3. Lucy Lancaster bounced up and down as she waited for her friends by the bus. I thought you'd never get here, she cried. Why, what's going on, she asked. And how come you look like you've seen a ghost? Lucy burst into laughter. Well, if you mean a really funny ghost, Heidi and Bruce looked at each other and shrugged. Seriously, what is up, Heidi asked. Lucy quickly pointed across the playground. See for yourself, she said in between giggles. Heidi and Bruce looked across the playground. A bunch of students were staring and pointing at a kid behind a black umbrella. Stanley Stonerocker was standing beside the mystery person. Heidi had no idea who it was, but she had to find out. She waved back to Stanley, and and so Heidi jogged, or she waved to Stanley, and Stanley waved back, so Heidi jogged over. What's going on, she asked. Asked him, trying to peek around the black umbrella, are you hosting a new student? Stanley's mouth opened, but the person holding the umbrella spoke for him. No, Stanley is not hosting a new student, as if, the voice said, voice said angrily. Heidi stepped back. I know that voice. Is that Melanie? The feet under the black umbrella began to shift. Did you come over here to laugh at me, too? The voice asked. No, Heidi replied quickly. I came to see what was going on. Then the black umbrella slowly turned to reveal Melody Maplethorpe. Only, it didn't look like Melanie Th Maplethorpe. It didn't look like her normal perfect self. Her pretty blonde hair had turned into a giant puffball. Heidi gasped. <gasps> what happened to your hair? As soon as Heidi asked the question, the playground became weir weirdly silent. Everybody watched Melanie to see what she would do. Would she scream or shout? Would she float away with her umbrella? But Melanie didn't do any of those things. She simply told the truth. It's this weather, she explains. My hair gets frizzled out when it's hot and humid. Oh my God. It's the humidity. If anybody's mom's listening, you know what that's from. I'm sorry to hear that, Heidi said. Melanie shrugged. Well, at least I only have bad hair days when it's hot outside like this. Unlike some people, Heidi Heckelbeck. 
Heidi's jaw dropped. She hadn't explained, expected to be insulted, but Melanie had del delivered a direct hit. With a small huff, Melanie stuck her nose up in the air and stalked off as the untamed fluff ball on her head bounced. Oh my gosh, Heidi, I'm so sorry. Stanley apologized. Melanie is having a really bad hair day. Heidi frowned. No kidding. Her hair looks like a giant bird's nest. No sooner did the words fallen from Heidi's mouth had a bird swoop down into Melanie's hair. Melanie screamed and threw her umbrella and ran aside. The crowd laughed. Even Stanley chuckled, but then stopped. Better, I better go help Melanie. I can't... Uh, she can't see with all that frizz. Talk to you later. Stanley ran off, and Bruce and Lucy joined Heidi. I wonder why Stanley's so, like, up her butt. She's, he's, like, such a butt kisser. Bruce wiped his brow to the back with the back of his hand. Let's go before anything else weird happens, like our shoes start melting into goo. The three friends giggled, then escaped to the cool air-conditioned school. Chapter 4, Hot Ideas. In, ma in, math, Heidi's, in math, Heidi's class worked on dollars and cents worksheets. Heidi loved to count money, especially if it was hers. Every week, she counted what she saved from doing chores. Then once she reached $20, she put the money in the bank. Heidi finished her worksheet before the rest of the class, so she put her notebook, pulled out her notebook. The assignment had given her ideas for how to raise money for her swim team. She jotted them down. Perform a swim ballet, belly flop contest, lemonade stand, walk the neighbor's dog, shovel snow. Shovel snow? It's hot outside. Create a swimming pool finder app, garage sale, car wash. Then Mr. Welly told the students that it was, that the time was up. Heidi tore her list out of the notebook and she folded it and slipped it into her pocket to share with Mia, her little mermaid's teammate. Mia was also Mia also went to Brewster Elementary. She was in the grade above Heidi, but that but they had recess at the same time. Heidi would talk to her about that then. As everyone turned in their work, Miss Welly clapped her hands. Students, we have a change of plans today, she announced. Recess will be in the classroom. It's too hot to go outside. Heidi snapped her fingers. Merg, I guess we'll have to find Mia after school, she thought. At the end of the day, Heidi returned to the playground, hoping to find Mia. Soon, Heidi spied her teammate and waved. Hey, Mia! He Heidi shouted, over here! Mia nodded and jogged towards her. Hey, what's up? Mia asked. Pulling, Heidi pulled out her list and unfolded it. I started a list, she explained. It's a list of ideas how to raise money for the new swim team equipment. Cool, Mia cheered. Can I see? M Heidi handed her the list and Mia read it over. Hmm, snow shoveling. It might be hard to do that in this weather, Mia said. The girls giggled. I guess I wrote down whatever popped into my head, Heidi said nervously. Well, it's an awesome list, Mia said. I love the idea for an app to find swimming pools, but building an app would be really hard. I don't know how we how would to do it, do you? Heidi frowned and shook her head. Maybe her ideas were not so great. Just thought people might want to know how to cool off in the heat wave. Then Mia's face lit up. Wait. What if we threw a pool party for everyone instead of having Little Mermaid's practice on Saturday? Heidi's eyes grew wide. I love that idea. We could charge a fee to get in and in for snacks and stuff. Mia nodded and said, Okay, I'll have my mom talk to Coach Pool at the community center. Hopefully they say yes. Oh, this is so exciting. The girls high-fived and parted ways to catch their rides home. As Heidi walked to the bus, everyone looked around everyone around her looked hot and droopy from the heat. A pool party is exactly what Brewster needs. Chapter 5. Ho-hum. The next day, Heidi's class had recess outside. It was still hot, but the clouds made it feel a tiny bit cooler. Heidi was waiting for to play foursome when she felt a tap on her shoulder. 
Heidi, Mia said. Sorry, I missed you this morning. My bus was late. Did you talk to Coach Poole last night? Heidi asked. Mia claps her hands together. I did, and she loves the pool party idea. I already made a sign-up sheet for everyone, everything that we'll need, like snacks and cookies and chips and sandwiches and more. Just look. Mia handed the sign-up sheet to Heidi. Most of the most of the blanks had already been filled in. Mia had signed up for pasta salad. Tiffany Tiffany Taffy was baking chocolate chip cookies with sea salt, and the list went on and on. Cupcakes and donuts, pinwheels and sandwiches, hot dogs and potato salad, fruit kebabs and chip brownies, and lemonade. How can I help? Heidi asked. Hmm, you can bring your chips and plates to you can bring your cups and plates, Mia suggested. I guess so, Heidi mumbled, not knowing quite what to say. She thought cups and plates were so ho hum. Mia squealed as if Heidi had just said yes. Thanks, Heidi. That's perfect. The pool party is gonna be a blast. Then Mia turned and ran back to her classmates. Heidi grumbled to herself. Oh, murga-doodle-doo. Who cares about cups and plates? It's stuff on the plates and in the cups that people remember. She had to think of something else to bring, something really fun. And Heidi tried and tried, but she couldn't come up with anything that Mia didn't already have on the list. Maybe I can find something in my book of spells, she thought. There must be a perfect spell for a perfect pool party treat. Heidi couldn't wait to get started. Chapter 6, The Big Secret. When Heidi got back from school, she went straight to her room and pulled out the book of spells out from under her bed. She thumbed through the pages and found a spell for one thing every pool party needed. Magical ride-along pool party float. Have you ever been to a pool party? Perhaps you had to sign up for something to bring, like treats or snacks, or maybe you had to sign up for something boring like cups and plates. Well, if you'd like to be the life of the party, then this is a spell for you. Ingredients. One blow-up pool toy. One sprinkle of glitter, one splash of water, two deep breaths out. The sparkle glitter on top of the pool party on the pool toy followed sparkle the glitter on top of the pool toy, followed by the splash of water, then blow two deep breaths out. Hold your witches of Westwick Westwick medallion over your your heart and place the hand over the pool toy. Chant the following spell: Cha boom boom boom, cha boom boom boom. Make this pool toddy pool toy sha zoom zoom zoom. Heidi copied the smell into a piece of paper, and then later she rummaged through the desk to pull out a tube of pink glitter. All I need is a ride-on pool toy, she thought, and I know just the one. Heidi ran out to, ran down to the garbage and unhooked the oversized unicorn float from the wall. It had a golden horn with a rainbow mane and tails and wings. It even had handles to hold onto it. She gave the unicorn a big hug and said, You are going to make a huge splash at my pool party. Just you wait. By the time Heidi got to school the next day, everybody knew about the pool party. What are you going to bring to the pool party, Heidi? Lucy asked. Your famous Heckleback chocolate chunk cookies or those double chocolate cupcakes with rainbow frosting? Heidi shook her head. Neither, she said. I'm bringing cupcake. I'm bringing cups and plates. Heidi was about to tell her friends her unicorn surprise. Then Melanie got <laughs> Melanie and her giant hair barged in to the conversation. You're bringing the dish. You're bringing dishware, Melanie said in her snooty voice. Well, at least you're not bringing the disgusting cookies you made at the cookie contest. They smelled like old gym socks. Melanie pinched her nose. Heidi took a deep breath and said, "Well, for your information, I'm happening to bring something majorly magical to the party." Melanie rolled her eyes. Like what? Heidi almost told Melanie about the float, but then she realized that's exactly what Melanie wanted her to do. Sorry, Heidi said. It's a secret. Melanie glared at her. Really? She said in disbelief. I bet it's only a secret because you don't even have anything planned for the pool party. Heidi stuck out her chin. I do too. Then why don't you tell us? Melanie demanded. Heidi put her hands on her hips. 
I'll only tell you if you promise to go away and if you can't blab my secret all over the school either. Melanie huffed. Then she said, fine, because believe me, Heidi Heckelbeck, I'm the last person you want to be around. Is uh, The last person I want to be around is you. Okay. Heidi felt her cheeks flush. Then I'll tell you, she said, gritting her teeth. Melanie leaned in closer. And then Bruce, Lucy and Bruce leaned in closer to the secret. Heidi began is that I'm bringing a giant unicorn float that will take the kids on rides in the pool. Everyone gasped. <gasps> wow, Lucky, that is super cool. Bruce nodded. I'd ride a unicorn, Melanie sniffed. Well, your secret's safe with me, she said, which Heidi didn't believe for one second. And P.S., you still, you, you, you'll still see me in class, Heidi. Then the mean Melanie walked away. Melanie turned to Heidi, to Lucy and Bruce. That girl's absolutely, positively mergalistic. That was all Heidi had to say about that. Chapter 7, Pump It Up. On the morning of the pool party, Heidi dressed in her pink swimsuit with polka dots and matching shorts. Before leaving, she stuffed her unicorn float into a large bag and tossed the pink glitter and the medallion over in a bottle of water, everything she would need to perform her spell. She packed the party cups and plates and in shopping bags. Aunt Trudy drove to the pool and her mom and dad had gotten there early to set up. Henry had spent the night with his best friend Dudley and was coming to the pool party later. Flip, flop, flip, flop. Heidi's sandals slapped the tiles as she walked in the pool area. The grown-ups had set tables filled with platters of food and drinks. Heidi dropped off her cups and plates and then hid. Then she hid in the storage room. Just as Heidi stepped out to the storage, Mia leapt out with the rest of the team and cried out, Hi, hi, Heidi. Heidi jumped out with surprise. Jump. Heidi was so surprised she nearly jumped out of her flip-flops. Oh, hi, Heidi said as one of the girls crowded around her. She took a step back. When are you going to tell us about your big secret, your float ride? Mia said, we can't, wait to, we can't wait to see it in action. Is it ready yet? Now that Heidi knew that Melanie had told everyone about the float, she glanced over the clock on the wall. It was nearly party time. Heidi shrugged. Um, it'll be ready pretty soon, I promise. The girls cheered and headed off to the pool, to, headed off to prepare for the crowd. Well, let me know if you need any help, Mia said with a wink. Thanks, but I can handle this, Heidi said. Once she was sure that nobody was looking, Heidi quickly snuck out the into the backs of the storage room and she pulled out the unicorn float along with the glitter and the water and the Witches of Westwick medallion. At least I hope I can handle this, she thought. Heidi unfolded the directions and carefully followed each step. Instantly, the unicorn began to sparkle and inflate. Heidi watched it grow to full size and the unicorn blinked its eyes and spoke. Hello, my name is Uni and I am a magical unicorn float. What can I do for you? Heidi put her fingers to her lips. Shush, you can start by keeping it down. Nobody around here has ever heard of a talking unicorn float. Uni whined softly. Then I'll, it'll be our little secret. Okay, Heidi greeted with a smile. Then she explained that she wanted the float to give kids ride around the pool. <gasps> pool party on the other side of this door, she explained. She cl I'll clap once to begin the ride, then give each kid two laps around the pool. In case of an emergency, Two claps will mean stop. A one clap means go. Two claps means stop. Is that okay with you? Uni bobbed this, her, his colorful horn. That sounds delightful. Heidi hugged the float around the neck. Then let the pool party begin. Chapter 8. Wild Ride. Heidi placed her unicorn float on the edge of the pool. She was ready for the crowd. The food tables were ready too. Coach Pool sat down at the entrance to collect any entrance fees and lifeguard. And the lifeguards stood poolside. Party had time... Oops. Party had time to finally come. Family swam in the pool in the pool area. Soon, Heidi had a long line for her ride. She clapped her hands together. Uni, 
Uni motored the kids around the pole. The float swerved at swimmers like they were traffic cones. My turn, said Henry, who was next in line. He straddled the unicorn and grabbed onto the handles. He, Heidi clapped, and then Heidi, Henry whizzed off in the pool, and the unicorn left a wake in the water. Whoa, I don't remember a unicorn being this much fun, Henry said. When the ride was over, then he whispered to Heidi, it's almost as if it were magic. Heidi laughed and patted her brother on the back. Glad you like it, she said, carefully ignoring Henry's magic comment. I didn't want anyone to get suspicious. Now, who's next? Standing in the front of the line was Miss Frizzy Monster herself, Melanie. I'm next, Hecklebeck. All I can say is your secret ride better be worth it. I guess I'll have to see f- you'll have to see for yourself, Heidi said. With a snort, Melanie jumped on the back of the float. Uni almost tippled, toppled over. Be gentle, Heidi cried. Melanie ignored her and waited for the ride to begin. Heidi had a bad feeling about this, but she clapped her hands in a whoosh. Uni took off the pole, but Melanie looked unimpressed. Heidi's ride is for boring babies, she announced. I'll make it exciting. Then Melanie tugged hard on the unicorn's neck. Please stop, Heidi shouted. Uni began to rear and buck like a horse. Wee! Melanie hollered as she held on tight. Everyone watched the, f- the wild float. It was impossible not to. Heidi clapped her hands twice to make the ride stop, but Uni could not hear over Melanie's squeal. Oh no, Heidi gasped her magic spell, just threw the Little Mermaid's pool party into the deep end. Chapter 9, Pool Party Hero. Clap, clap, curse splash. Heidi jumped into the pool with the noodle and flicked fast to the unicorn float. A lifeguard blew her whistle and jumped into the water. Heidi had to act quickly as if she wanted to keep this party from going down the drain. When she reached the float, she whispered into Uni's ear, Thank you for everything, but the magical rides are over. Uni winked at her and zap. The float became instantly as still as Melanie, as Melanie lost her grip and flopped into the water. When Melanie bobbed back into the surface, Heidi handed her a noodle. Here, take this. Melanie grabbed the noodle and took a deep breath. She touched her head and screamed, My hair got all wet! Her shriek echoed off the walls. Heidi nodded and then swam to her classmate at the edge of the pool. Coach Pool helped Melanie out of the water and wrapped her in a blue towel, wrapped a blue towel around her. Then Heidi climbed out of the pool herself. Heidi saved the day, Mia shouted. Everyone clapped and cheered. Just like that, Heidi became the pool party hero. Chapter 10, chow time. Being a hero made Heidi hungry. She fixed a plate that was loaded with sandwiches, with a sandwich, potato salad, a fruit kebab, and cupcakes, and Heidi ate every bite. Um, if I'm this hungry, then Melody must, Melanie must be starving. Heidi prepared another plate and found Melanie at the far end of the pool. She was hiding in the corner by the fins all by herself. Her wet hair curled wildly over the top of her head, and her towel hung over her shoulders like a cape. Heidi brought out the plate of food and a cup of lemonade. This is for you, she said. Melanie smiled. She took the plate and set the lemonade on the floor beside her. You know, your float ride was actually pretty awesome, Melanie admitted. Heidi felt a warm feeling wash over her. Thanks, she said. I'm sorry your hair got so wet, but it looks really cool this way. You look like a rock star. Melanie shrugged. You think? I kind of like it too. Maybe I should start giving it more of the hot weather style. Heidi laughed. Anytime. As Heidi turned to go, Melanie called out to her, Hey Heidi, can you tell me who brought the cupcakes and the cups and plates to the party? They did a really good job. It's the perfect pool party design. Heidi blushed because Melanie knew exactly who had brought the dishware. Heidi, okay, Heidi said, and play along, I'll let her know. 
Suddenly, Mia rushed over to Heidi's arm, and she was practically floating like a ball in water. Come with me, Heidi said. Mia said, tugging her friend on the arm. Coach Poole is about to make an announcement. Heidi waved goodbye to Melanie and joined her and the other teammates in their coach. Thanks to everyone who came out today, Coach Poole called in her megaphone. I am thrilled to announce that the Little Mermaid Pool Party raised enough money to buy new equipment for the team. To show our appreciation for your help, here's a team cheer. The guests hooted and hollered and clapped loudly. Then, on the count of three, the Little Mermaids stood up and sang, We're the Little Mermaids. We're, we raised a lot of cash. Now the Little Mermaids will make a bigger splash. Go, Mermaids! My team waved. Then the team waved to the crowd and hugged and playfully ruffled one another's hair. Heidi squealed with laughter, and then her teammates. And when her teammates were done, she had a whole new hairdo, just that looked just like a bird's nest. Okay, adorable. It's time to get ready. Ay ay ay.